Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mawlana Qamrul Zaman Sahib Damad Barakatuh, which took place on Monday, the twenty-fifth of Rabi'ul Awal, fourteen forty-three, corresponding with the English date, first of November, twenty-twenty-one. Hazrat Wala Damad Barakatuh quotes the ayat of the Quran in Majid starts off with it. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِتُمْ حَرِيسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ فَإِنْ تَوَلَّوْا فَقُلْ حَسْبِيَ اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ وَهُوَ رَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say that the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I have been speaking on for some many days. Uh, coincidentally, today when I open up and I see, and this particular ayat is in front of me, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ And this was from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has come into my mind. The Qur'an is the Sturul Muslimin. It is the law. It is the dastur of the muslimin rather meaning whatever the mu'minin need to know it is that and it is a legislation rather not only for the muslimin for the entire of mankind now hazamana idrisa kandalwi puts up a subheading there under this particular ayat before he starts his discussion and his tafsir on this particular ayat it goes on to read that the mention of the perfect compassion and kindness of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam upon the ummah and the establishment of a proof against the people of destruction. Thereafter, he goes on to elaborate and goes on further. Manana Idrisa says that this surah or rather this ayat is the last ayat of surah tawbah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the heights and the greatness of the compassion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he speaks about it and in it he speaks about how compassionate Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was and by his coming the proof has been established upon the people and thereafter he goes on to say like a hukam a simple example of the law of jihad which tends to be very difficult upon us and upon the people due to which we become scared and anxious therefore just like how a professional doctor and somebody who is absolutely kind and compassionate. Sometimes he has to give bitter medicine to his patient. He orders him to have that type of medicine. And the parent as well. On many occasions, they discipline their children. Uh, and they ask them to do such things which is difficult and hard upon that particular child. In the similar manner, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us some hukams. He gives us some orders 
to carry out, due to which sometimes we find it hard. But this year, it is for our own benefit. If we practice on it, it is for our benefit. And if we go against it, in that would be our destruction. Therefore, in the last ayat of this particular surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the beautiful qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the heights of his compassion, love and kindness upon this ummah so that this can be established and the talk or the discussion or this particular article can come to an end on this particular note that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it actually denotes and points out to how compassionate he was uh, in his da'wat and in his uh, tabligh, due to which now the proof has been established upon the people, meaning against them. If they accept it, it would be to their benefit, and if not, of course, to their detriment. So if people, out of their stubbornness, do not accept it, then, O oh my Habib, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, put your tawakkul and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is sufficient for you against their evils. And He is your protector, He is your guardian, and He is watching these people who are stubborn and do not even worry about them, not even the amount of an atom. Or rather, what can we say? Put it in different words. Put it in different words. Or say it in a different manner that, understand it this way, that in the previous ayat, the arrogance and the stubbornness of the munafiqeen has been mentioned. That, in following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they understood it to be uh, demeaning. They understood it to be insignificant and they were ashamed to do that. And in this ayat, we learn that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, out of, in him, he had the greatest amount of compassion and kindness and Consolation, hamdardi, ramkhari, this worry for the people, for the ummah. And after all of this year, if a person still is stubborn and is still against that, then what can we say except that he is going against pure nature? Rather, we should come under the wing or the shadow of kindness and compassion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why would a person uh, have hatred and en enmity for someone who is so loving and someone who is so kind? Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thereafter goes on to say that لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ Rasulum min anfusikum. Undoubtedly, a messenger from yourselves has come to you. From yourselves, from your same uh, category, from your same uh, jinns, so that you can take benefit from him and you can get for use and barakat from him. It would be easy. So, from your own category, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent someone.
Like how you are a human, Allah Ta'ala has sent a human to you as well. And this is the kindness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that He did not send uh, a jinn or a farishta uh, to you that was out of your category and out of is not in your jinns. He is not the same as you due to which you would not have affinity to him. Uh, you would not be able to uh, relate to that jinn or to that uh, farishta. Now this was the, the kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is what he has done. Ja'akum rasulum min anfusikum from amongst uh, yourself. And so this was the, the heights of his love and his compassion. But not only that, I mean, it's a simple example today. We have people from the same category, human uh, to human, insan to insan, man to man. But thereafter, we can still see the amount of hatred and uh, uh, mutual uh, enmity. But over and above that, Allah Ta'ala is saying so clearly that He is kind and uh, compassionate, referring to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So He says it in these glowing terms. Azizun alayhi ma anittum. The difficulties that afflict you are very distressing to Him. If something bad happens to you, something goes wrong, all this is very distressing to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Harisun alaykum. Bil mu'minina ra'ufur rahim. He is anxious for you. Harisun alaykum. Bil mu'minina ra'ufur rahim. And extremely forgiving and merciful unto the uh, believers. So, to follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who is so kind and compassionate, that would be the right thing. But to turn away for him, from him is nothing but stupidity and would lead to destruction. So after all of this has been explained that he has come from you, from the insan, and thereafter he is so compassionate that if difficulties afflict you, it is distressing to him. He is anxious about you and extremely forgiving and merciful unto the believers. After all of this, then too, if you choose to turn your heads away, you do not want to accept, uh, you are established upon your hatred, etc. Then, فَإِن تَوَلَّوْ If they turn away, فَقُلْ حَسْبِيَ اللَّهِ Then say, Allah is sufficient for me. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُو There is none worthy of worship besides Him. Upon عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ وَهُوَ رَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ there is none worthy of worship besides Him. Upon Him only do I rely and He is the Rabb of the glorious throne, the glorious Arsh. And the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great and so overwhelming, it encompasses everything. Now the owner of that Arsh is that Zat in whom we should put our trust and our reliance in. Okay, so now we continue and we go on to discuss uh, what Monana Ashikilai says about this particular ayat. He says that the first of these two concluding verses state 
that an extremely high-ranking Nabi has come to man. He was from mankind, that is, a human, an Arab, and someone who the Arabs were well aware of. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, has reported that Hazrat Jafar ibn Abi Talib, radiyallahu ta'ala an, told Najashi, and Hazrat Mughira ibn Shu'ba told the Caesar that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Nabi was sent among them. They knew his lineage, his qualities, the places he frequents, as well as his truthfulness and trustworthiness. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam remained with the people he grew up with and spoke their language. They were therefore perfectly able to understand him and practice what he taught them. It would have been difficult for people to benefit from him if he were not human or unable to speak their language. Similarly, uh, would have been the case uh, had he lived in such a remote place where they could not easily reach him. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Ali Imran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is undoubtedly favored. Laqad Allah undoubtedly favored the believers by sending in their muds a messenger from among them. Now explaining these qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah ta'ala says the difficulties that afflict you are very distressing to him. Azizun alayhima anittum, harisun alaykum. He is anxious for you and extremely forgiving and merciful unto the believers. This very emphasis, this verse, this verse emphasizes that fact that the relationship Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had with his ummah. This is what we learn from this verse, that the relationship Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam had with this ummah was not merely superficial and was not confined merely to uh, the conveyance of the message, that he came and he gave the message and it was over and done and forgotten. No, he possessed a heartfelt relationship with them and was truly affected by their conditions. Allah Ta'ala commanded Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam janahak lower your wings for the believers now what can we say about these qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I mean something as uh, look at the care Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, could not tolerate that I mean, the difficulties that afflict you are very distressing to him. He could not uh, tolerate that. Now, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to go and visit people. On one occasion, look at the nazar and how fine and delicate his gaze was. He realized that uh, the Abyssinian woman, African woman, uh, who would clean the masjid, uh, was not there and he inquired about her due to which the Sahaba answered that O oh, Nabi of Allah she passed away Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam with great care and concern left everything he was doing and even made ihtimam and went to her graveside Allah Sharani says that listen when somebody passes away 
by merely consoling them, that's not enough. Go to the house. Go to the house. Go to the house and the, sit with the people. Share in their grief and their sorrow. Alama Sharani says that many Mashayikh says, say that it's not our adat, it's not our habit uh, that we go and visit people and we go for a janaza and go and visit a sick person and go and uh, uh, sit uh, at a funeral house, what we say, muasat, hamdardi, ghamkhari. Uh, we don't do that. So, Alama Sharani says to them that then there's something wrong with your habit because it is against the sunnah of Rasulullah you should rectify it. Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Ahmad Sahib was absolutely amazing. I would go to him telling him, Hazrat, I'm going. And then he would say, uh, but you're going there. I'm also coming with you. And at that time, Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Ahmad Sahib was 90 years old. Look at his age. And then he would sit in the rickshaw with me. And we would go through these gullies and alleys wherever I was going to visit the sick person or going to console the people who had lost an ear in dear one. What can I tell you? Joro sitamse, Joro sitamse, jisne kiya dil ko paash paash. Ahmed ne isko bhi teh dil se dua di. That with swearing and abuse and oppression. Due to that, the heart has become completely uh, into dust, smithereens. It has, what can I say, completely uh, destroyed by all, the, the heart is not destroyed, broken due to the oppression, uh, vulgarity, swearing, uh, abuse of people. But Ahmad ne iskobi, those people who done that, Ahmad referring to himself in these couplets, Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Ahmad says that even such people, I had given them dua from the deepest recesses of my heart, from the bottom of my heart. Now what can I say? I can go on so much on that, but it would get late. But shafa'ati li ahlil kaba'iri min ummati, whatever darja this hadith is, but it states that my intercession is uh, and will be dedicated for the people or who have the kaba'ir, the major sins from my ummah. Ummatun mudnibatun wa rabbun ghafoor. A sinful ummah, but a most forgiving rabb. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from these ayat, we learn, and from his akhlaq, we, we learn that he never only spoke about the arsh, in this high level of spirituality that he had, but he also spoke about what was happening on the ground. Farsh. Who's sick? Go and visit them. Who's in difficulty? See to their needs. Worrying about people. Fikr and love for the ummah that he could not tolerate. I mean, the difficulties that afflict you are so distressing to him. These were his uh, qualities. The sifat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So according to our inqiyad, according to how we follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the amount of progress that we would make. Now let, let's go on. There was once 
uh, a frightening sound that came from outside Medina during the night. When some of the Muslims went out to investigate, they found Rasulullah already there as they were approaching. He was already returning and consoled them by saying, uh, Do not worry, do not worry. Now, when this loud, frightening bang and sound came from outside of Medina, who was the first who went out to go and see? Listen, let me go and see. Nothing should happen to the Muslimin. It was Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would be affected by the difficulties of the Muslims. He would visit the sick, comfort them, and taught the Muslims how to do this as well. He warned the Muslims against situations that could be harmful for them. For this reason, he prohibited people from sleeping on roofs that have no walls surrounding them, meaning so that none may fall off and injure themselves. I mean, this could happen. A person could hurt themselves. In the old days, that's what people would do. Even these days, in the countries that it is absolutely hot, people would sleep outside on top of the slabs, etc., put their, uh, their things there. But look at what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is saying and look at his concern. The Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said when a person sleeps without washing the stickiness of some food off his hands, he will only have himself to blame if any harm comes to him, meaning some insect comes and bites him. I mean, for purposes of hygiene, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam also advised the Muslims that they should not immerse their hands into water after awakening, for they cannot say where their hands have been that night. Their hands may have come into contact with some impurity which could contaminate uh, the water. Now look at this beautiful talimat and teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So wilayat is, uh, comes from nubuwat. The closer you are to nubuwat and prophethood, the sunnah of Rasulullah that's the amount of wilayat and levels, higher stages you would have in wilayat, uh, in this uh, sainthood of yours and in this path of yours to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no wali has ever reached without following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Which with Hazrat Wala thereafter goes on to say that whichever elders I stayed with, one k one. One after the other, whichever one of them they were, Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Sahib, Hazrat Mawlana Muhammad Ahmad Sahib, how they would be so uh, considerate and attach so much of importance to Sunnah. Hazrat Mawlana Abraul Haq Well, what can I say about him? He was an embodiment of the Sunnah. Everything about him was the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What can I say? Allah blessed me with the companionship of these great uh, elders. And I make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he blesses me with their companionship in the akhirat as well. Hazrat Tanwi used to say that if a person wants to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he should create a very special place. Rather, he should get himself seated in the hearts of uh, the saintly people. In fact, great ulama, scholars, 
muhaddithin hazrat maulana shabir ahmad was also in uthman he was also in that gathering and he said to hazrat tanwi uh, and he remarked that hazrat you have taught us something that all of us can make amal on i mean you actually giving us the absolute short concise recipe do this and it's done i mean he would go on to say that if you want to reach then create for yourself a space in the hearts of those who have reached already allahu akbar allah taala hazrat wala says give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of having correct sahih aqidat of these mashayikh a uh, correct uh, confidence and faith in them aqidat and mutaba'at allah taala give us that tawfiq and that hidayat uh, now we speak about uh, love and uh, muhabbat you know hazrat maulana shah wasiullah sahab used to say i mean aqidat uh, we we had but more than aqidat we had was that of uh, muhabbat and love he would say that aqidat is there but something comes up you see this you see that and all of that aqidat and faith and confidence and trust you had in the person turns into smoke and dust but muhabbat is such a thing it is like an iron baton it is like an iron baton strong solid it doesn't move nothing would change you have deep love for that person nothing is going to change that allahu akbar love so their whole relationship was based on love for that personality the sahaba the sahaba had such love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that they went out of their way in removing uh uh the things that could harm rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that would cause him inconvenience and and in something that would bring peace and comfort to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were right in front and they would present the, those type of things or do those type of things that would bring that peace comfort and happiness to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam now uh, what can i say let's make dua Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the fuyuz and the barakat the blessings of this holy month uh, the ibadat of, of the of this month that we carried out Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the ma'iyyat the companionship of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his shafaat as well his intercession and because of this blessed uh, Allah ta'ala have mercy on us and that with the barakat of this uh, month alhamdulillah uh, we have been speaking about the seerah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and today i've uh, read from the tarjuma of the quran majid what can i say so great so wonderful so overwhelming but who can fulfill uh, the uh, the haq of it of the quran majid we went through it we spoke about the sifat and this qualities of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he had that the difficulties that afflict you it distresses him he was anxious of you he was extremely forgiving he was merciful unto the believers he had uh, he could share this pain and sorrow hamdardi ghamkhari these qualities allah taala bless us with these qualities what can i say alas unfortunately in this day and age this era that we are passing through this has become rare rather extinct 
leave alone the common masses, even those, the khawas, those that are religious, we find that this is uh, absent. And we should practice on this. We should go forward on this. It is something great. To bring about happiness, joy and bliss to the hearts of the believers. This is something which is fundamental, bunyadi. Allah Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq and the hidayat. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.